a rom-com series about a girl trying to take the place of her boss at a new job in Paris. Sign me up. Emily in Paris follows Emily Cooper as she takes a job in Paris without speaking any French and has to learn to adapt to the culture and deal with dating French men and she just has her whole fun whirlwind trip in Paris and it's a little like a uh, study abroad if study abroad was done by like an actual person you know like in her 20s moving somewhere and it's so cute and it Gives me, again, but better vibes by Christine Riccio, which is a book about a girl doing study abroad, right? And so, like, it's just, it's so cute and fun, and it's such a good show, and the episodes are only 30 minutes long, so it's super bingeable and amazing, and go watch it. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I am constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. just gonna jump straight in to the plot beginning with the fact that Emily's boss Madeline is pregnant which is why she doesn't take the job and then she shows up in Paris and doesn't know any French and that would be so super scary to me because I took French in high school and like I don't remember any of it but my whole plan is if I ever go to France to just ask like parlez-vous anglais to people which means do you speak English because a bunch of French people speak English. I just feel like they get annoyed that you assume you speak English. So if I know how to ask in French if they speak English, I feel like I'd get on their good side. But it's really funny because the whole like fifth floor, fourth floor debacle thing. And so she's on the fourth floor, but it's actually the fifth floor because the ground floor is the ground floor. And then the first floor is like what we would consider a second floor of a house. And I like the guy that helps her with her bags immediately hits on her which I was not a fan of him so I was glad that died super quickly and then she goes to work and has all of these ideas about like work and how they can be better and stuff and I'm like really mad that they're all like stuck up and nickname her the hick and stuff because I'm like she's just trying and she's being enthusiastic and she has ideas and maybe you should listen to her and it really sucks that they don't And then we meet Mindy, who I love. Mindy is a queen. We love her throughout the whole series. She's great. And I love that we meet her because the kid she nannies for knocks over Emily's baguette. And they have their whole conversation in the park, and it's really great. And then Emily stops on the fourth floor and meets the hot French guy who we later learn is Gabriel. Gabriel is the hot, cute French guy. So we meet Gabriel because she knocks on his apartment door or not knock, she tries to get into his apartment thinking that it's hers because the whole fourth floor, fifth floor thing. And as soon as they met, I instantly shipped it, obviously. Like, they were adorable together. And then her second day of work, she shows up two hours early and everybody's like, why are you here so early? We don't show up to work till later. And then she meets Luke at the cafe and Luke is nicer to her and talks about work-life balance and needing to learn to be happy and stuff. And Then we learn that things with Doug are hard and the time difference and FaceTime sex doesn't really work. 
And then she plugs in her vibrator and knocks out power to the whole building, which was really funny. And I can't say I was mad that shit with Doug wasn't working out because obviously as soon as we met Gabriel, I shipped her with Gabriel. And I was like, why are you going to Paris with a boyfriend? You may think you love this guy, but you are going to Paris. There are Parisian men. Like, why would you not want to, like, go to Paris single? It's like going to college with a boyfriend. Like, there's all these new guys. Why are you going to college with a boyfriend? You know? So I was like very happy that like shit was not working out for them very well and then episode two starts and emily is back knocking on gabriel's door after her run and then you know realizes oh that's like not my door i need to get better at this and then she goes to the fancy french work party and she spills all of her uh ideas to the perfume person and the perfume person tells her to find a French boyfriend because the best way to learn the language is in bed. And I'm not knocking his idea to, you know, get a French boyfriend because that's obviously, like, what I think the point of her going is. Like, yes, it's a big, great, amazing work opportunity, but also, like, you're going to Paris, like, meet men. But I don't really appreciate that, like, he's older than her. He's, like, a client. It's really weird that he's telling her that, you know? Like, I appreciate the sentiment. I don't appreciate the delivery coming from him. And I didn't really like him the whole time. He was just kind of creepy. And then because of spilling her ideas and stuff, Sylvie gets really mad and gives her the vaginal wetness campaign instead of the perfume campaign. And because we learn that Sylvie is Antoine's mistress, which was really funny. It's really funny that like, oh yeah, Sylvie is Antoine's mistress and like everybody knows about it, but you like talk to Antoine and so like she's now pissed off at you because that's her like lover and stuff and it was really weird like the whole situation was really funny and then we go to dinner with Mindy I love that she was hanging out with Mindy every time Mindy showed up I was super happy and we have the whole steak debacle and I was like Emily you are not helping people in Paris like like you by trying to send back your steak like just try the damn steak like it became a whole thing and then we learned that obviously Gabriel's the chef at the restaurant and I love that Gabriel's the chef and she's like oh my god this steak is actually really good I was like yeah why wouldn't you just fucking try the steak in the first place and not make a scene and not make French people hate you even more and then she finally breaks up with Doug because he wouldn't get on the flight to go to her and I was so happy and of course it's like raining and super dramatic but I was like no I was not invested in their relationship obviously she's supposed to be with Gabriel I was super happy that she broke up with Doug because fuck Doug and then she got reposted by the president's wife for her the vagina is not male post and she gets like invited to lunch because of it after like by all her co-workers they're like oh come to lunch with us i was so happy and proud of her i was like yes we're moving up in the world like i love the whole like the vagina is not male thing too because i didn't know that like in french like the vagina was male and so i loved that campaign and i was super happy and then next episode we see the water get cut off in her apartment and gabriel has to translate for her and that was like nice i mean anytime there was an interaction between her and gabriel i was super happy about it except for later because later like it starts being weird like third wheeling when she gets invited out to all of like gabriel and camille's dates but before this like i like all the interactions between her and gabriel and then we have the whole debate between sexy and sexist in the perfume commercial and I was a little bit on the side of sexist because, like, 
that shouldn't you know like if if that's a person's fantasy i'm not knocking your fantasy i'm not saying your fantasy is sexist if that's what you want but like the fact that it's a male perfume guy doing it and like make like you know that's his vision like that gets a little sexist i think and i really like that whole conversation it was really interesting and then we see gabriel having to translate again with the plumber and she wakes him up to do it and he's like oh yeah i was just sleeping until this like brunette comes knocking on my door and then she has to use his shower and it's really funny and like they start like flirting which before we knew that gabriel had a girlfriend i was like super happy i was like yes they're flirting and stuff and then obviously that you know doesn't happen but i was very happy at this point i was like they're flirting it's great and then we see luke drawing a dick on the company commandments and she just announces to the whole like office she's like i'm going out to a long lunch with wine and like not being able to handle it and i was very like that was really funny the fact that like it was 10 30 and she's like i'm out i'm going to a long lunch like see y'all later and then she has the inspiration to turn sexy versus sexist into the campaign which is really interesting and like really cool that that's how they were marketing it and something that could have so easily been like this huge debate and like if they had released it and thought it was sexy and then a bunch of people came out and was like no this is actually sexist like they saved themselves a lot of like headache with marketing and stuff having that be the thing and then we see mindy inviting her to a dinner party that turns into an actual party and then she meets Fabian and leaves with him. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cute, but you're supposed to be with Gabriel. But I thought, oh, maybe this will be the guy where, like, she hangs out with him for a little bit and then finally realizes her undying love for Gabriel. But then he's all, you know, I love American pussy. And obviously Emily leaves. And I was very happy that she left. And I was like, fuck him. Like, this is not the guy. Like, I didn't think you were that cute to begin with, but now you're, like, gross. And she ends up at the restaurant that Gabriel works at and he's all like well you know I like you and stuff and I was like what the hell like you can't be saying this kind of shit you know because you're supposed to be getting together and obviously we learned that you know they can't get together because Gabriel has a girlfriend but I was like really happy I was like oh he's saying such nice things and stuff and then she gets the inspiration to give Luke the dick-shaped cake and Luke just laughs and it's really funny and then Antoine continues to be creepy by sending her sexy lingerie as a thank you for the campaign, which, like, you're married, you have a mistress, you are a client, and you are way older. Like, back off. Why are you sending her sexy lingerie? Like, it'd be one thing to send her to a, a gift card. You know, like, even that would be a little creepy, like, if an older client, like, in my workspace was like, here's a Victoria's Secret gift card. I would have been like, uh, what are you trying to say? But it would have been less creepy than him, like, giving me lingerie. Like, it was just, like, gross. Like, I, I really hated that. I was like, no. Like, this is not, no. And then we see Camille. We meet her. And Camille helps her with the flowers and invites her to the art gallery. And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, she's going to make a friend in France. And then Gabriel helps her with all of her packages from the States. And I love that Emily's more upset about her Trader Joe's peanut butter being crushed than her photos of her and Doug. I mean, obviously her and Doug have been like broken up for a bit at this point, but it was really funny. She's like, oh my God, my peanut butter. But like my cheating, not cheating, but like my ex-boyfriend's like pictures are like, eh. 
And then Gabriel makes her the omelet, and it's like this really cute scene where he cooks for her. And then Emily saves Sylvie while she fights with Antoine, and Luke and Julianne take her out to lunch and warn her about not sleeping with Anton, which I'm like, yeah, Emily obviously knows that. Like, she was not comfortable with the La Perla lingerie either. And then she kicks ass and gets Randy Zimmer to come in for a meeting. And then Emily gets put in charge of the dinner reservation and she fucks it up because of the whole like reverse dates thing. And they go to the restaurant instead that Gabriel is the chef at and she gets Gabriel to help at dinner. And I love that she calls him and he's like, we're closing soon. And she's like, great, I can be over right then and there. I'm like, it'll be perfect. Like, thank you so much. And just doesn't give him a chance to say no. And then Sylvie is proud of her and tells her to go after Gabrielle. And I was like, that was such a bonding moment. I was so happy and proud. And then Emily walks back in to kiss Gabrielle. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like, they kissed finally. And then we run into Camille, who's dating him. And he didn't fucking say anything. She just like walked up and planted one on him. And he didn't pull back and be like, oh, I have a girlfriend. She just like left. And like, it was just like a mess of emotions. I was not happy about it. And then we have a really awkward breakfast and Camille shows up and Emily gets invited to the influencer lunch, which was really fun. I love seeing like her Instagram grow like every episode and seeing like in the beginning, she changed it from Emily Cooper to Emily in Paris. And you know, it grows and grows and goes. She she goes to the influencer lunch and has Olivia, their CEO, like, gets to pitch her to hire her as a brand ambassador. And I hate that, like, the pitch falls through. But then Kemi drags Emily on her date with Gabrielle, which this is awkward. You know, like, this is where it starts to get awkward because I'm like, I get that you're friends, but, like, I don't even want to go on dates Like, I don't want to crash my friend's dates with their significant others. Like, that's just weird. Like, no. I get, like, hanging out. If you, like, the three of you plan to, like, hang out as a thing. That's one thing. But, like, when they're like, oh, we're going on a date. Just come with us. Like, I'd prefer not to, like, you know, third wheel. And then they have the conversation at the Starry Night thing about going back to just being neighbors. And I was really mad because... I really wanted to be like, fuck Camille, but she was so super nice to Emily and so just like amazing and sweet and like a great friend. And I was like, well, I can't hate her because she's so nice. And so it was really hard. And then Sylvie fucking tells Emily to delete her socials, which like fucking hell, I hated that. And then she goes on the whole last snap date with Mindy and then actually deletes her socials. And I was so, so super mad because it was like why this is like a good thing for you and you're growing your brand and it's amazing and then we learned that gabrielle felt it too when you know she was all like i felt the kiss and he was like yeah well i felt it too and stuff and then the bed company likes emily's post so her social gets reactivated which was really really fun i was really proud of her when sylvia was like well pull up the post and emily's like well i can't because i deleted it and she's like okay undelete it and i was so happy that sylvia had to ask her to do that after telling her to delete it and then we end with gabrielle seeing the get in bed with us post of emily and camille which was like really funny obviously because he wants to get in bed with both of them um and then we see emily waking up because she hears Gabrielle and Camille going at it, which I'm getting major wallbanger vibes from this whole thing, because if any of you have ever read Wallbanger by Alice Clayton, it follows this girl who she, like, 
basically her neighbor has really really loud aggressive sex that like shakes the wall between their apartment and so then at one point she goes over and like knocks on his door and is like you need to fucking keep it down and like it's a whole romance story but like between emily like knocking on gabrielle's door accidentally and like the whole really loud sex thing like i got the vibes and then we learned that mindy was a meme in china because she choked on chinese idol and we go to the place of the designer and emily gets called a basic bitch and i just i hated that for her because i was like you were doing so well and sylvie was like oh you have to activate your social again and stuff and everything was looking up and he called her a basic bitch and then we bond with tomas at the cafe and i didn't like him like he was nice and all but he wasn't gabrielle and then she hooks up with him and i wasn't happy about it and then sylvie's taking away opportunities from her after what happened with the designer and the one shining light was mindy sings la vie en rose in the park and is amazing and attracts a major crowd and then she goes on the really awkward double date with gabrielle and camille and thomas and thomas is just an asshole the whole time and like obviously i hated that it was awkward and he was being an asshole but i was very glad because i was like you're showing your true colors and you're being a stuck-up prick and like it's so fucking stupid and annoying and like i was like yes this is good because they're just gonna break up and then we see camille and gabrielle hearing Toma and emily which is a pretty fun parallel from like emily hearing them and stuff and then gabrielle seeing her before the ballet and is all like we're wasting your time with a guy who doesn't deserve you and i was so happy i was like yes preach it like tell her obviously like this would be better if you were broken up with camille or didn't have a girlfriend in the first place and it would be like i deserve you i want to be with you but i was still happy and then she fights with tama at the ballet and flips him off and i was so happy i was like yes like you tell him you're here like you know fuck him like why does he get to be stuck up about every fucking thing and then she gets another meeting with a designer after that and is like look you need basic bitches like me and you thrive off of us and things started looking up and then episode seven is the french ending episode and as an american i fucking hate the french ending thing like no i want to see happy endings i want to see sunshine and rainbows i want to enjoy my life after the ending i don't want to be sad and tragic like i don't care if life is sad and tragic like that's why i have movies movies are escapism and then we see emily getting signed up to be the babysitter for brooklyn clark the movie star and gabrielle's boss is offering to sell him the restaurant and he can't afford it and emily needing gabrielle to put his arm around her when antoine walks up to them at the party because she told sylvie that gabrielle was the one that gave her the lingerie because obviously she couldn't tell sylvie that it was antoine because sylvie would get mad and then antoine's wife found out about the trip to saint bart's that was supposed to be for sylvie and sylvie gets really pissed and you know brooklyn like takes off from the party and they go to the club and emily kissed gabrielle again and then they're on a motorcycle together to find brooklyn and get the watch and sylvie bails emily out and gets the watch and i was so happy when sylvie sylvie bailed emily out because i was like this is another growth moment and after like you know shit happened with sylvie like it's gonna be okay and they're gonna be happy and then i love that like emily was all gabrielle like i can't just have part of you and we can't see each other like obviously i was so super sad right and i was like this is not okay like i want them to be happy together and i want them to like be together and stuff but i was like you know she's standing up for herself 
and she is making sure that she gets treated like the queen that she is and so as much as it sucked I was like happy that she had that conversation because I was like it's a mature thing to do and she deserves to be treated better and then we start episode eight after that conversation Emily is now timing her trips downstairs so she doesn't have to see Gabrielle and then she has lunch with Camille and it's actually like about her family's champagne house and stuff and not that Camille knows that you know Emily's kissed Gabrielle which I think she should have told him because especially if she told him about the first time like right before she knew that they were dating I feel like Camille is such a good person she would have been like oh yeah like that's okay like you didn't know obviously don't go kissing him again but like if you didn't know it's okay and I can still be friends. And then we see Mindy going clubbing with her friends from China that are here for the Bachelorette. And actually, Emily goes clubbing too with them. And then Gabrielle comes to the chateau because we're all going to Camille's family chateau. And Emily has to sit on his lap the whole day there. Which I don't understand why Gabrielle didn't just drive and or Emily drove. And Camille sat on Gabrielle's lap. But, like, you know, we love the awkward situation. And then, you know, I was really mad that Emily didn't go to the market with Gabrielle because I, I like, I hated the whole friendly but not friends thing. Because I was like, okay, I understand if you want to, like, be friends and to have boundaries. But, like, you can still hang out with them. Like, he's still a friend and stuff. And, you know, we see Mindy's friends knowing all about her life and supporting her and setting up to her to sing at the bachelorette and totally like killing chandelier like it was so good like every time mindy opens her mouth like to sing i love it and mindy needs to sing so much more in season two and then at the chateau emily hooks up with camille's brother her younger brother and has a hickey and doesn't do anything well to cover it like doesn't leave her hair down doesn't wear a v or a high neck shirt doesn't try to cover it with makeup like just leaves the hickey hanging out there and then the next morning he's like oh I'm sorry like at breakfast in front of everybody when Camille's like oh by the way like this is my brother that I wanted you to meet and Emily's like who is that at dinner and she was like oh it's my younger brother he's 17 and the whole family finding out that they hooked up at breakfast which like I hated that for Emily obviously because like the embarrassment and the embarrassment of Camille's mother dragging her in and being like I just need to know if my son is a good lover or not and like that was just really embarrassing but it got really funny when at the end they were going to drive off and Gabrielle was like oh well our adults here except for the brother that Emily hooked up with like it was really good it was really funny like I hated it for Emily but it was really funny and then we see Gabrielle being jealous over Matthew coming to the gallery because obviously Gabrielle is into Emily and can't deal with his feelings, so he just gets jealous. And then Emily models the Pierre Cadeau in the auction and looks so freaking stunning. And then the gray hoodie guys just bid on it to be able to splatter paint with it on stage and do a publicity stunt. And then Gabrielle checks in because Emily made the news with that whole publicity stunt thing and then going to Pierre Cadeau to try and fix it and actually making it worse and Matthew kissing her and like I hated Matthew so much like I just I hated him like he was not funny he was not hot he was not interesting like sure he took her out on a boat but like eh, no I didn't like him and obviously you know 
she has to be with Gabrielle. And then, speaking of Matthew taking out on her boat, that's how episode 10 starts. Final episode starts with Matthew taking Emily out on a boat and, like, fuck him, I hated that. And then I was very, very happy that when they were back at his place, Pierre called and interrupted them because I was like, if she sleeps with him, I'm done. Like, I fucking hated that. And then Sylvie fucking fires her over Pierre not wanting to show his collection, which is objectively not her fault because that was Pierre's decision. And if Pierre wants to be a little bitch and not show his collection, that is on Pierre. But no, Sylvie fucking fires her over it. And then Camille and Gabrielle fight because he's gonna move to Normandy. And I was happy that they were fighting because I was like, yes, they're gonna break up and then Gabrielle's gonna be available for Emily. But then they were fighting because Gabrielle's not gonna be available because he's gonna move to Normandy. And I was not happy about that. I mean, obviously I'm happy about him pursuing his dreams, but like I wish he could have pursued his dreams in Paris. And then Luke and Julianne help Emily keep her job and we're like, just don't leave because French paperwork never happens. So just like stay and come and check in and you will be fine which I was very happy about. And then Mindy moves in with Emily because she gets fired from her nanny job for taking the singing one, which, like, I was so happy that she was taking the singing job. It sucked that she got fired from her nanny job and her only sense of stability, but there are plenty of families in Paris. Like, Mindy will land her on her feet. It'll be fine. And then Gabrielle brings her the cast iron skillet, and he's all, I broke up with Camille because I'm leaving, and she's all like okay well I promise like not to watch it and then like we do the whole hijacking Pierre Cadeau's show back from gray space with like the models just showing up and doing it and I was so proud of her for doing that and then Matthew has to be fucking at Gabriel's last night dinner and I was very mad at that because I was like why you're making this like tray awkward and it's annoying and like it just and then their goodbye was really stilted and I was like how can that be their actual goodbye and then I was very happy that Emily goes back and finds him and goes to his place and they hook up and then she's not actually fired and then Antoine buys the restaurant so that Gabrielle can stay in Paris and then we get the text from Camille that he's staying and she wants to talk and that's how the fucking show ends and I was like that cannot be how the fucking show ends like why is that how the fucking show ends and so to wrap up this episode because this episode has dragged on for forever thank fuck that we're getting season two because i need fucking answers like obviously i didn't think about the fact that when antoine was buying the restaurant obviously it meant that he didn't have to break up with camille but they were having issues before that so like maybe they'll just stay broken up and maybe emily will confess and i need them to give emily and gabrielle a chance because he can't just go back to Camille just because he's not moving because they were having issues and we need to see Mindy figure out everything with her singing career and like there can't be any time jump we can't like skip a couple weeks and see just Emily and Gabrielle in this like love bliss because even though that would be amazing and great like I want to see the fallout from this I want to see everything happen like I want it to pick back up right after the text from Camille you know like there's too much they have to resolve to like time jump it but it was so cute and so funny and I love it and like I said it gave me again but better vibes and I love that book and also wallbanger vibes and I love that book too and it was so cute and I'm so fucking excited for season two even though it'll be a while because Emily in Paris recently came out and so definitely like take some time before there's a season two but I'm so 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 excited and it's gonna be great so yeah I have been Maya Gauche and this has been my take on Emily in Paris. Thanks.
for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.